Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metil, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Glory be to the Lamb of God and welcome to today's edition of Bible Platform. If this is your first time of tuning in, welcome and I assure you that you will be blessed. Keep the dial and if you have to call some friends to be with you, call them because this message that comes from this platform is the message for the now. It will equip you, it will sharpen and shaping you in ways that nothing else can do but the Word of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity. We pray that the power of your spirit will overshadow your servant and let this word go far and wild and be a blessing to as many as will hear it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory to the Lamb of God. This year, 2021, is my ministry's year of diligence. Our focus, our team, is serving with diligence. Life is about service. Life is about being a blessing to others. God told Abraham, I will bless you and make you a blessing. The truth of the matter is that not every service that we render is done with diligence. Sometimes we do things like a day sickly. I mean, we've been told to do it, so we just do them. But we want to equip ourselves and take a stand that going forward, we're now going to live lives that reveal diligence. Because when we are diligent in what we do and in the way we do things, we are better off at the end of the day than if we just do things which are washing. Now, looking at the scriptures, let me begin with the book of Proverbs chapter 27, the verses 23 to 27. Proverbs 27, the verses 23 to 27. The English Standard Version of the Bible reads, Know well the condition of your flocks. Now, remember that in the Old Testament time, basically their trade or business centered around farming, centered around rearing animals. So they were shepherds. They were mainly, those were the jobs that they were doing, farming and keeping flocks and stuff like that. So here when the scripture talks about Know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your heads, for riches do not last forever. What you have as your resource, be it in terms of people, be it in terms of money, be it in terms of other resources, material, physical, spiritual, and even emotional, is a resource. If you lose it, you can lose your life. So whatever it is that we can put in the context of your flock, everything that makes you, you, everything that God has given to you is part of your flock, your heads. And the scripture is saying that know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your heads for riches do not last forever. In other words, no condition is permanent. Therefore, whatever you have, no matter how little it is, know well 
be diligent about those things. Your knowledge about what you have should be up to date. You should know how much money you have. You should know what are the challenges in the life of your spouse, your children, your relationships, your wider relationships. Whoever matters to you, you should know where they are. And the Bible says you should not just know, but you should know well. You should have detailed knowledge. If there are people in your life who matter to you and they are going through crisis, you should know so that you can pray with it, so that you can share their burdens, enlighten it. If they have needs that by the grace of God you can meet, this is the opportunity and this is the time that you step forward. But if you don't know, I mean, you're just there, you can assume that everybody is okay. Sometimes unpleasant circumstances may come. People may be hurting inside and because we don't show enough attention to them before we realize some of them may end up doing things to themselves that, God forbid, put all of us in a state of sadness. In a state of sadness. So, as the scripture said, we must know well the condition of our flock. And remember, I've narrowed it down. Our flock being that the resources, the materials, whether human or whether in terms of money, all of that, we must be very diligent in handling what God has placed in our lives. Hallelujah. And the scripture continues and reads. It says, And does a crown last to all generations? What's a crown? A crown is a sign of royalty. A crown is a sign of position of authority. And here the scripture questions, does it last forever? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Presidents come, presidents go. Wherever we are today, a change is going to come one day. When that change comes, whether for good or evil, we must position ourselves in a way that we can say confidently that we know where we are going, we know what we have, and whether what we have can take us there or not, we cannot be taken by surprise. If we are asked to define exactly what we have and where we are going, we should be able to declare because we are being diligent. The word of God continues and reads in Proverbs 27, When the grass is gone, and the new growth appears, and the vegetation of the mountains is guarded, the lambs will provide your clothing. In other words, if you are diligent, and you know exactly what your resources are, you know exactly the state of your relationships, you know exactly where to invest, the losses you have incurred, putting things in their proper perspective, the word of God is saying that then you position yourself that when you are in the lean season, you can handle it. When you are in the time of abundance, you can handle it. Whatever happens, you have positioned yourself to live a life that is meaningful. So he says, in that circumstance, the lamb, because you are taking good care of them, they will provide you with clothing. With clothing. And he says, the goats will give you the price of a field. In other words, your diligence in taking care of your flock positions you in a, in a way that if you need to buy a plot of land to build a house, you are taking good care of the resources that have been coming into your hands. So you have enough to be able to buy that land, to purchase that property. This takes us to a level of how we spend money. 
how we spend money. What are your objectives and what are your goals? Those objectives and goals should define how you use your resources, especially your money. If you want to build a house, then you must narrow down on how much money you spend on perishable items like clothing and shoes and stuff like that. You only buy essentials so you don't overspend, so you have something to spare. The fact that somebody bought a house within a matter of maybe three years or four years or ten years of working shouldn't discourage you, shouldn't make you feel like, then how long am I going to be able to build a house? Because when I compare what I'm getting to this guy who took five years or ten years to build a house, then I'm out of it. You are not out of it. Listen, all you need to do is to set that goal in perspective and make sure that even if it's a dime that you put aside on a daily, monthly, weekly basis, your eyes is on that goal. It doesn't matter what. And that's how God brings miracles into our lives. Because, you see, when you take that step of faith, when you are committed to being diligent, then God steps in. As you take steps of faith, you move forward. You may not be able to meet the timelines that others who earn more than you have met. But you will get there. You will get there because as a child of God, you don't, you don't work alone in a vacuum. God is your partner and God is your helper. And God sees the heart and the desire of his children. And when we respond to the word of God, as he is telling us now, be diligent with what I have given you. So if your salary is only maybe 500 CDs, you live with the mindset that a certain percentage of that money, of course, after you have given your tithe, because it's a covenant between you and God, that if you do it, I bless you. No argument about that proceeding from where I left off. Now, so you set a certain percentage of that earning and confine that percentage as often as you get that money to a very specific goal. For instance, as I said from the beginning, like you want to build a house, so it's like, let this 10 city or 5 city go into my housing project. And somebody may ask, 5 cities, 10 cities? How long is it going to take for me to build a house then? Well, you must be a child of faith. Keep dropping it and keep trusting God. God will meet you one day with a miracle. Because of your faithfulness and diligence, your story will be turned around. And God will glorify you and God will honor you because you have committed yourself to being diligent. Because I tell you what, if you live carelessly, you will die carelessly. So be careful what you hear. Be careful. Be diligent about the things you hear. Don't let anybody discourage you. And don't let anybody put you in a box and keep on telling you, you cannot do nothing because you have nothing. I have good news for you. There is nobody who has nothing. You have something. You only need to be able to have the discernment and the desire and the burden to define what you have, what God has given you. And grace will meet you. Grace will meet you. And you will see it if you haven't seen it yet. Prayerfully believing that this is what God has said. So the verse 27 now of Proverbs 27. It says this. That when you are diligent, you are taking care of your sheep. And you are taking care of what God has given to you. It says there will be enough goat's milk 
for your food. These are the rewards of a diligent shepherd or farmer. He says, there will be enough goat's meat for your food, for the food of your household, and for the maintenance of your girls. This is the English Standard Version. You know, maintaining girls uh, is quite different from taking care of boys. Generally, boys don't care too much, but our girls, that's the way God made them, and let's appreciate them for that. And the essence of this message or this verse that I just read is saying that nothing will be out of your grasp. Nothing will be too much for you to handle. You see, because you have taken good care of of your flocks. You are listening to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal this and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. Let's, let me restate that you have to come to a place where you are careful about the things that you are hearing. Because as long as you are not diligent, anything goes. Whatever you hear, you run with it. What is going to happen is that you can be even vulnerable to false prophets. I had a situation years ago where somebody said, the man of God told him, that God said that promotion comes neither from the east nor from the west, but from the Lord. So, he shouldn't take any examination in his office. And he was working in an office where people were advancing on the ladder because they were improving themselves. They were taking additional courses to what they had done before they were employed. So, for instance, if they had a bachelor's degree or a first degree, they were going on to do a second degree. And he was there before they came and they were bypassing him. And he thought because he was a believer, God should do something about it. I said, why? And he said, because a man of God told him that promotion comes neither from the east nor from the west. So it's God who promotes, so he shouldn't bother about improving his academic standing. I said, well, you, you had the wrong counsel. We do our best that we have to do. And then God, the God who rewards, rewards us because I said, gentlemen, you can have all the degrees in the world and still not have a job. Do you realize that? Yes. And still not have a job. So the fact that God has given you a job doesn't mean you sit in one place expecting God to come and do what you have to do for yourself. Now you ask yourself, those who are bypassing you on the job, what extraordinary are they doing? And you also step in and do those extraordinary things. And God, by his grace, will change the dynamics. Promotion will come to you. Nobody can stop it. But if you just sit in there and said, a man of God said promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, so you're not going to improve yourself in terms of your academic standing, I'm telling you what, you will sit there till Jesus comes again. You will sit there till Jesus comes again. So brethren, be diligent in what you hear. Be careful. Be vigilant. Don't let just anything, 
it can enter into your ears, but don't hold on to it. And if you can remove yourself from that kind of environment, where you'll be bombarded with negative prophecies and that you can't do nothing kind of words, do so. Remove yourself from that kind of place. Because you see, if faith comes by hearing, then what you hear can influence what you do. And what you do will definitely define where you end. So at the end of the day, you realize that certain things that must manifest in your life are not manifesting, not because God is going to sleep, but because you are not being diligent in what you hear. They are telling you things that do not line up with the word of God and you are soaking it in. It is time to be diligent about what you hear. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And I recommend to you that the best voice that you need to constantly be hearing is the voice of the Holy Spirit. And the voice of the Holy Spirit, by extension, I'm speaking about the Holy Bible. The Spirit and the Word. The Holy Spirit never contradicts the Word of God. And the Word of God that has been given to our generation, our time, is made perfect in the New Testament. The old being a type and shadow the new showing us fulfillment. So whatever you hear from the Old Testament point of view, you must align it to the New Testament. Today we hear preachers, not all preachers, some preachers, especially those who claim the prophetic, coming on with doctrines which are actually dogma. And everything is pulled out of the Old Testament. As if Jesus never came. So sometimes you ask yourself, where does Jesus come in in all of this? So it is about what Elijah said and did, and it's about what this prophet said and did, and it's about Old Testament stuff, and Jesus is put to sleep. The work of Jesus, the work of salvation, the main reason we are Christians is put on the back burner. So be careful, be diligent in what you hear. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. If one turns away from hearing the law, which is the word of God, even his prayer is an abomination. So if you don't hear right and you are praying according to somebody's prophecy, instead of according to what the word of God says, the Bible said, even your prayer is an abomination. It's something God hates. That's what abomination means. So hear right. Lamentations chapter 2 verse 14. Your prophets have seen for you false and deceptive vision. Now, I like the way the English Standard Version puts it. It says, your prophets, so God is saying, well, the prophets belong to you. They don't belong to me. And he says, your prophets have seen for you false and deceptive vision. They have not exposed your iniquity to restore your fortunes. Beloved, let's be vigilant and be diligent in the things we hear. This is God's word. He said, your prophets, Lamentations 2.14, your prophets have seen for you false and deceptive vision. They have not exposed your iniquity to restore your fortunes. So what God is interested about are the prophetic voices that will expose the sin, the corruption, the laxity, the stealing, the covetousness in our communities, in our lives. 
God is looking for a voice like the voice of John the Baptist. Who today some so-called men of God are claiming he made a mistake by speaking against authority and he lost his head. For heaven's sake, Jesus lost his life because he spoke against authority. Jesus lost his life because the Sanhedrin and the Jewish ecclesiastical authorities could not contain him. The disciples lost their lives because they stood for truth. No doubt we can speak against these noble giants of our faith because we do not carry the truth that they carry. But I want to speak on authority of the word of God to those who are willing to experience the power of God in your lives. That listen, be diligent in what you hear. Your prophets have seen for you false and deceptive visions, says Lamentations chapter 2 verse 14. They have not exposed your iniquity. They have not done that, but have seen for you oracles that are false and misleading. False and misleading. That have nothing to do with living for God. That has nothing to do with righteousness. It has nothing to do with being, being instruments of God. It has all to do with you get this, you get that. Doesn't matter how you live. That's not the God of the Bible. Proverbs 4.23 King James Keep thy heart with all diligence. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Keep it. Block your ears. And don't allow junk, spiritual junk, to go through and, and get settled in your heart. Study the Bible. Study the Bible. Anybody can take a scripture and run with it. Listen, when they tell you that God will not do anything without revealing it to his servants, the prophets. It is biblical, it's in the Bible. But the interpretation is very important. It is not the quotation, it is the interpretation. And that is where you have to be careful what you hear. You see, that doesn't mean that even with true prophets, that doesn't mean they know everything. They don't know everything. God doesn't tell them everything. We must be careful. God doesn't look. Let me give you. Let me give you an example. And so, Elisha prayed for this woman who wanted a child, and this woman had a child. And then Elisha came around one time, and the child had died, and the woman was running towards Elisha. And then Elisha's servant told Elisha that the woman that you prayed for had a child. She is running. She's coming. And Elisha said, very informative. Elisha said. Yeah, I could see that she's really, really traumatized. But the Lord has not revealed to me. Listen, folks. No prophet knows everything. They don't even know the day they will die. They know the day others will die. They don't know when they will die. Doesn't that tell you something? They can tell all of us when we are going to die. They saw visions. We are going to die. And that's for me, I'm not within that bracket. You see, because Psalm 118 verse 17 says, I will not die. I will live to declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Those are the things I hear. And where do I hear them? I hear them from the Bible. Because the Bible is the voice of God. So be careful, be diligent in what you hear. It doesn't mean I'm not going to die. Everybody is going to die one day. But that doesn't mean anybody has the mandate and the right to make us die before our time. Shakespeare said, Cowards die many times before their death. Don't be a coward. Be bold. Be bold. Stand for Christ. Know what you believe by identifying the voice of God through his word. 
and nullifying, refusing, rejecting any voice, any word, any pronouncement that does not line up with the word of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Moses told Israel, in Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 28, Moses told Israel, observe and hear. Observe. You have to be diligent to be able to observe. Observe and hear all these words which I command thee, that it may go well with thee and with thy children after thee forever. Observe and hear. The observation must be with diligence. The hearing must be with diligence. And then what will follow? He said, if you just do that, it shall go well with you and the generations after you forever. When thou doest that which is good and right in the sight of the Lord thy God. So it's not a matter of living anyhow and then uh, prophet prophesying to you. And sometimes they even prophesy to you, my sisters, that God is showing them you are going to be something that you know that is not what you desire to be. And you just simply have to put yourself into that whole trying to fulfill a prophecy that really it's not something that you believe in. Come on. I plead with you from today. From today. Make sure that what you hear is from God. And how do you do that? By studying the Bible. Be diligent in what you hear. Beloved brother and sister. Because what you hear will affect you. Will influence you. Will impact your life. Do you realize that sometimes you may be very, very happy? Somebody comes around. Share something. Your mood is radically changed. Sadness overwhelms you because of what you heard. Be diligent. Seeth the chaff from the wheat. Be diligent in what you hear. You see, the bird can fly over your head, but you have the right to decide whether that bird flying over your head can settle on your head. You have the power to deny the bird the right to settle. So, of course, you may hear things, but it is in your power to decide which to retain, which to believe, and what to reject. The good Lord bless you and keep you and help you to be diligent in what you hear. God bless you. I'm your friend, Pastor Hans Metal, saying bye for now. Bye. For for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 0244-239024. 0244-239024. Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you.